The Holistic Jam podcast with Anita Denise is for you if you are open-minded and wanting to deepen your awareness of all things spiritual. Anita delivers enlightening insights in bite-sized episodes. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Jam podcast, episode 26. Z is for the zodiac and your animal friend. Now today is the last one in my first series and I'm going to talk to you about my passion and an interest in astrology and how we can relate this to our animals that we share our lives with. Now my interest in astrology started when I was quite a small girl. My mum was always had a big interest in reading the Daily Stars from the local paper and she used to read it every day. She used to get the Daily Mail and she'd read mine which is Pisces, and for herself she'd read Scorpio. And that really is where my interest in astrology started. When I was around seven years old, we thought in a local bookstore, and I picked up an astrology book, made a beeline for my birth sign, Pisces, which my nan brought for me, and it's interesting to this day I still have that very small book. But what really fascinated me was that the world population, even as a small child, at the concept of how large the world population was and is. And I found it quite intriguing to think to myself, well, how can all the people of the world be broken down into sort of 12 different zodiac signs? And so this is where it sort of started to sort of ask questions and wanted to sort of delve deeper and find out more about the zodiac and astrology. And obviously we look at the the star signs, but it goes much deeper into that because we have the energies and the um, corresponding planets that come with it, the corresponding energies, the elemental qualities. So I started to realize that it's not just the 12 basic star signs that we have, but we also have these deeper ways to delve into astrology, which then made me think to myself, well, actually it is possible that the whole population of the world can be sort of slotted into various aspects of the astrological charts. So this is how I sort of first started to become aware of the interaction between the different star signs and the dynamics that each star sign had. And then it was funny because um, I was out walking with my daughter one day, just going to the local shops, and we was where I live, there's a house there. Regular used to have a, a tabletop cell outside the house, and uh, my daughter was always drawn to his tabletop cell, and mostly it was all, all stuff that um, was ready for the jumble cell, but she loved it. And I was staying there one day while she was sort of in a rummage through the jigsaw puzzles and old Lego and bits and pieces that was on this table. And there was this small, again, animal astrology book. And I remember to this day, it was 10 pence, and I've still got that book also. And that's really where, I, again, it opened my mind to the concept that we – humans also animals we have this um planetary aspects about ourselves but how can that relay and also interact with our own animals basically our animals are also born under the zodiac signs and they also have um the related elemental qualities the actual planetary aspect the colors that work well with that particular star sign so i've sort of done a bit more digging and delving to um, literally find out what I could find out about, about more and more astrology. Now, there's not a lot online regarding this. You find snippets, but there's not masses of, about it. And what I started to do was I started to, because I've had animals in my life for many years since since I can remember, I started to pay attention to the own my own animals 
and the qualities that they actually displayed regarding their own birth sign. And for me now, I've got eight dogs now, and they've all got, they've all actually got different. Apart from two, they're brother and sister. They actually each have their own um, different star quality, star sign. So I thought I'd just share a little with you about my own dogs and their own astrological signs. Now, China, she is the the oldest dog of my pack, and she's actually. Um, even though she's getting quite elderly now and she's quite a small dog she actually is the leader of the pack and that is something she will not give up without a fight now her star sign is actually she's an aquarium now as an aquarium um they she's very free thinking and she likes to have her own space now she very much does like to have cuddles and kisses but it's always on her terms and so very much hear that, that free thinking animal and i didn't really relate that to Aquarius until I start to be more observant of each of my animals star sign so China the oldest dog here very much a thinker um, and everything is on her terms as she goes through her life uh, and even today you know she's sort of you can see her thinking things out planning things through and as I say she's one of these animals who likes to have her own space now my next dog in, in age is Amy now she she is always calls her she's she's a very sweet loving natured little creature she's libra and with her same breed as china completely completely different in personality she's very calm she's very balanced and she's she's one of these animals that if there's any sort of commotion in the household be it the dogs be it my children my children are adults that come home and they're sort of get a bit hyper when they come home she's the one who will always disappear <laughs> and just when I say disappear she go and find herself a small spot in a corner and just hide away or she'll sit on the stairs and she waits till everything's calmed down settled down and she's very much in the space again so she likes company enjoys being with us but she's very much here she loves balance and this is what Libra is often known for for liking balance and harmony within their life now the next animal I share my home with is Billy and Billy is um he's coming up for nine he's eight and a half he'll be nine and uh, next birthday and he is the big boy of the pack and um, he is a Doberman and he's actually born under the same birth sign as myself Pisces now Pisces generally as, as people and um, and I found it's no different with him very can be very sensitive very intuitive um also even with an animal, they still have a psychic ability that does come in around them. Now, obviously, being a Doberman, he has a certain image about him where he does look like he's this big, tough exterior. But actually, he's probably one of the most sensitive animals that I actually share my home with. Um, and he's the one here. He doesn't like to be, you know, to be in anything too much. He's like dragged into. And again, if you're upset, he feels it. If you're happy, he feels it. So very much he works on an, on an emotional aspect of himself. And the interesting thing is about him, because he's not the first Doberman that I share my life with, they often don't like water. Now, he actually loves to go swimming. I mean, regardless, and I live in the UK by the accent, um, and the weather's not always um, hot, but he will swim any opportunity he can when he's out on his walks he absolutely adores swimming and uh, you know, again a water creature water sign here that's the aspect of him but out of all the animals that's in my home he is probably the most sensitive of all the dogs that i share my life with so that is billy now 
The next one is um, Maya. Now she is she's a medium sized dog. She's called a Chineco, which is a bit like a Pharaoh, uh, not but not quite as big. Now she is a Taurian, and and she's also she comes with the Earth sign as well. Now with her, she she is very very stubborn um very much and i've had torian friends and, and actually I, I personally get on very well with torian people um but there's something about that dog when she's made her mind up that is it there's nothing is going to change that dog's mind she's she's really a stubborn that streak that comes through her so when i sort of you, you especially when i was sort of doing my training years you might get an animal that's stubborn and we put it down to to say necessary behavior issues or not um, being taught in a correct method that is best for that animal but actually you also bring in the aspects of the style signs you may see one some animals may be more sensitive say to say more cohesive training um, and loud voices whereas another animal may be less inclined to be because of their style sign whereas the taurian animal needs a lot more coaxing a lot more treats possibly to get to get into to 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 uh, literally to to Reward-based training works well with Taurian animals because of that stubborn streak that comes into them. So, um, so Maya here really is a typical Taurian. Now, the next dog that's on the list of in age-wise is my little Aaliyah. Now, she she is uh, when I say she's beautiful, she's a beautiful soul. She's a beautiful animal. She's a beautiful little soul. She's actually, and and with this Leo aspect around her, she's um, quite confident in herself in some aspects, and and she has. She has a subtle way of getting her own way. She's not someone who wants to get her own way in a demanding, stubborn streak about her. She's much more coaxing. She almost like manages all of us <laughs> to get us to do what she wants us to do without us really realizing it. Um, and she's very much here. She's, she, for me, she's not the leader of the pack, but she's very much here want to look after making sure everyone else in the pack is okay so very much here that and also with her she has this which can be quite um, um relevant with with leo animals they can have quite a mop of hair coat fur that needs taming and needs managing and she does need quite a lot of grooming as we go through her life um, but she doesn't always necessarily come across as a typical leo but there's the little aspects there um you know that do show that she the traits do show that she has that leo personality so i think when we're looking for some animals that maybe they're not so typical of a star sign then we look deeper into maybe numerology uh the ascendant where, where that is in the house all these aspects because and also are they nearer the cusp because that can also make a difference on the actual star sign now my Phoebe um she is a Virgo and I mean she is actually she's um uh, I love all my animals but there's there's some that just she's just she's just there she is an absolute perfectionist um she, when she before she lays down to go to sleep she has to get her bed in a certain way a certain space we get her into the car it's got to be a certain place i want to sit want to be so very much if if you know virgos or have virgos animals virgos in your life virgo very much here especially when it goes to cats they very much particularly need to have clean bedding clean home because any type of mess really can make uh, the virgo animal feel quite uncomfortable and quite unsettled. Now, for some of you who may know me personally, I do I do 
exhibit and show some of my dogs, Phoebe being one of them. Now, the, Vir the Virgo in her, she actually very much enjoys that aspect of, of, of being shown and being very quite like glamorous in herself. And she's one of these animals, um, no disrespect to some Virgos, but it is all about her. She has to come first. <laughs> and, and that's not just with showing, just her in general. You come in the house, she's there. Wherever you go, Phoebe has to be seen first. Um, so a little bit of the Virgo, the Virgo there that comes out, but can be, but obviously we have the negative and positive aspects of the, of, of any star sign. But with her, it's very much here. I am here. I am here. Uh, and she, again, she likes things just to be so. And then that leaves the last but not least two that I have. These are brother and sister. This is, this is Ezra and Lucius. Now these two dogs, um, they actually obviously the twins and the Aries. Now, and my, the little girl especially, she is a true Aries in the fact that she's fun and, 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 and likes fun, but you can see the, the competitive that comes through within their personalities. Now, both these animals love to play. Lots of animals like to play, but you know, having, having a, a um, varied pack that you see some animals are not so inclined to play for a little bit, but Ezra and her brother Lucius could play all day long. But out of the two of them, and she is tiny she really has the competitive edge on her brother because she will not give in <laughs> and, and i think here with, with with the the um aries the fire that comes in with them it really has that sort of fire in the tummy that keeps her going keeps her going keeps her going and lucius does as well but he just doesn't quite keep up with her quite as much he just tends to give in a little sooner than she does but the, the, with the Aries animal, very much, um, you know, you know they're there. They're like a powerhouse. They're there. And they actually, I feel, with the Aries, um, you can't be sad or miserable around the Aries animal because they're just such a bundle of life. So it's a little insight into the star signs of the animals that I share my life with. Um, and I think animal astrology, it can be really fun to see if your animal's star signs actually ring true. You know, so it's more like a, a fun aspect that comes into it, but it also can have a lot deeper meanings as we sort of look further within to the star sign of our own animals. You may even get, as I said earlier, get some insights into why an animal will behave in a certain way. You know, like I said, you can get some animals here, um, like the Piscean animal can be quite sensitive, may not like loud noises or loud voices. And then you may have also, let's say the Taurian being quite stubborn. So, and again, with the Aquarius animal here, liking their freedom. So sometimes it can give you the, the aspects of maybe why your animal likes to, to run, maybe don't recall quite so well as it should do, because it Obviously, sometimes we have conditioning training is involved, but aspects of the star sign can also ring true and when we're working with our own pets. Also, I feel another good aspect when we're looking into um, playing or buying a new animal, you may want to look into star signs, zodiac signs, and the personality traits that actually come with a particular star sign because you get an insight then into the personality of the animal and the compatibility also with yourself because with every sign we actually have aspects there where we are more compatible with and some we're not so compatible with it's not to say it's, it's 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 bad but when we know sometimes there may be a certain star sign that we can clash with or we can you know can literally put your back up a little bit in some aspects i feel here it's, it's good 
planning that. Also, some animals, they prefer to be, some star signs prefer not to be on their own. So if you're someone say, who needs to go out to work you know, many hours, you, know, you, can, you can look into the aspect of what, what zodiac sign may prefer their own company. Now, as I said about my China, she, I don't think anyone should leave their dog for many hours, more than four hours if possible a day. But she copes quite well. She quite enjoys her own company, whereas I've got another dog that absolutely hates their own company. So I think, again, if you're planning to get a new pet, a new animal into your home, into your life, you can maybe sort of have a little insight and to see um, where their zodiac sign would sit and fit within your own particular lifestyle. And also for those of you that share your home, multiple households with different animals and, and with different people, you can also get a, an idea bringing the new animal in if there will be clashes with any particular um, other being in that home. And again, so it can help sort of to just understand the dynamics of different zodiac signs as you do bring them into your house and, and the personality traits that they, they bring in. Now, this is something that, Again, when I was very young, when I first got interested in astrology, we can even, by the star sign, zodiac sign, um, get an understanding of a certain um, zodiac sign can have a predisposition to have particular health issues. Not necessarily 100% guaranteed, but there may be weaknesses in that area. Now, for those of you who know um, uh, lots about astrology, Capricorn is said to be one of the most um, healthiest and strongest within the zodiac signs. And Pisces, me being Pisces, we can tend to be the more, um, let's say weaker, we, we can have a frailer immune system. So, so it's, when you sort of start to see how the zodiac dynamics work, you can work with a star sign as opposed to against it. Now, Pisces, because um, I'm Pisces myself, so I'll use that as an example, we can be um, pre, pre, predestined to have problems with our feet. So, and I find I do have a very weak ankle on my um, right foot. Now, if you think of animals, so you may be animals here that suffer with um, their paws, problems with paws, problems with their, with their nails. Maybe if you've got a horse here, they have trouble with their hoofs. So, again, you can start to Build a picture up of if this is a problem that the animal has got because it's been an injury. This is a problem this animal may have because there's a predisposition to have a particular health issue as because of their star sign. So it's um you know it's quite an interesting field, and I don't think just for um for the for the fun aspect of finding about your own animal, you need to dig too deeply. But it's just nice to, I think, from the fun point of aspect, to see those traits, look at those traits and think, oh, yes, that makes sense. Or no, that doesn't make sense. Now, if you happen to know your dog's date of birth, then it is pretty straightforward. Obviously, you have your, your birth sign there, the date of birth, and you can look up under which one of the, the 12 astrological signs that your animal falls under. And as we know, with each astrological sign here there's also the elemental qualities that come in so we have you know earth fire air and water um, and again with each um, elemental quality it also brings in a different energy for your for us and also for the animal because as I say we, we sort of think of the the water signs here we tend to be much more working on an emotional level whereas we sort of think of the f the fire signs this more direct more dynamic 
We think of earth signs. They're more practical, get the job done, get things done. And then we have air. The air signs here is more about thinking, thinking and intellect. And where's again where? Go back to my China, the Aquarius here. She's very much a thinker, thinks things through. Um, my Phoebe, she is the Virgo here, the earth, and very much here, again, with her quite practical in her aspects, in the way she conducts her life. So if you know your animal's birth sign, great, because obviously then it makes life a lot easier. But looking at the birth sign and then looking at the quality as well also that they come with that birth sign. So if we're looking at, say, Aries, we know it's a, it's, it brings in the elemental quality of fire. Now, with each of these energies, they can then be broken down into another three groups. So, for example, here we have um, the quality of um, fire, quality of, of, of um, air, water, and then earth. Now, each of these qualities can be broken down into what is called um, like an energy further still, meaning like mutable, which means adaptable, flexible, and changeable of nature. We also have then what they call fixed energy, which is um, set, fixed, patient energy, and carnival energy, which means to push forward, to be first, to lead. And this comes under, these three aspects will come under each of the star signs as well. So again, you can start to break down, for example, fire sign. You know, is this a fixed energy? Is it a mutual energy? Is it an cardinal energy and you'll get an idea again of how your animal may act in certain circumstances now sometimes people are born on the cusp and that means the exact time when the sun moves in moves from one sign to the other so this when it starts to get a little bit more difficult maybe to actually identify if your animal is say my, my brother example is born bang on the cusp of um Gemini and of Cancer. So sometimes we see now, I always feel my brother is more Cancer than he is Gemini, but there'd be aspects where he can slip into the Gemini aspect here. So again, if you look at animals, it's no different with the animals because they can be born on the cusp just as we can be born on the cusp. So you may have traits there of, of um, the, the earth element coming in and then a different element also comes in with it. So again, you can sort of build a bigger picture of the um, personality traits the animal brings with their own zodiac sign. Now, I also know many people now that, that rescue and, and they do wonderful jobs of bringing the rescue animals into their life and looking after them. So how do you determine the zodiac sign for a rescue animal? Now, obviously, it's a little bit more digging deep, delving deep to actually understand and work out what sign possibly the animal may be born under. Now, if you're um, fortunate enough say, to get your, your animal from a, a shelter or a centre where they may have an approximate idea of the, the animal's birth week, birth month, that is actually can be a good starting point for you because just say for example they say to you well this animal was born in let's say january for a start off then you're looking here at january you're going towards sort of the winter spring months so we could say they were so born in january we're looking at possibly could be capricorn could be aquarius could be pisces um so again you obviously go if they said to you in 
June time, you do the same there. Look at the three months that come under the summer season or the three months that come under the autumn season, the three months that come under the winter season. And that way you'll get a concept of particularly where in the zodiac your animal may be. So again, here we've got. A, we know we're going to say the. Um, for example, we're looking at animal potentially born in January. We know it could be Capricorn, Earth sign could be Aquarius, which is air sign. Could be Pisces, a water sign. So you'd start to observe your animal, and just really get a feel. Does it feel more emotionally how it behaves? Is it more of a thinker? Is it someone a bit more, a bit more solid in the way they go about things? More grounded, more practical, likes to get a task done. So this is a way you can use the elemental qualities um, to find out, hopefully, where your animal would sit within the zodiac sign. And it just really is a little bit of patience and, and fun of watching how your animal behaves and interacts with you, with people, with life just literally in general around the home. Now, talking about the element, elemental quantities, as each sign has its own quality, this is another way you can look, say, between the, the fire signs. So, we, so we're looking here, say, for example, if we feel that the, that the animal is born in the winter period and we've gone for earth, we've gone through air, we've gone through the water sign. So basically, fire signs are known for their passion, creativity, spontaneity, inspiration, and competitive spirit. Now, this is, as I say, going back to my Ezra and Lucius, they are very creative, they are very um, passionate the way they play, and very competitive. So again, you'll be looking from the fire qualities, what your animal is showing and displaying. Earth signs are very grounded, loyal, patient, and practical. So again, you're looking to your animal... Compared to the fire sign, what qualities would you see? Does this animal look quite quite loyal? Does it seem very grounded? Is it very patient? Also, giving it a task to do, is it very practical? Now, as I said with the air signs, these are the thinkers and the communicators. They are also free spirits. So again, if you're looking for the qualities of air, that's what your animal will bring to you. With the water signs, these are very sensitive creatures. You know, they're very sensitive. They're highly intuitive. They are also thinkers but they are deep thinkers almost a little world of their own at some time some points very sensitive and also very compassionate so again you can start to sort of build up a little picture of your own seeing where you feel which month they may have been born in you're guided by winter spring summer autumn and then look at the elemental signs that comes into it as well so there's lots there that you can sort of start to build a picture to get an idea of where your animal may fall in from the zodiac point of view now, what is also interesting, I know some animals multi-times, unfortunately for the poor animal, which is dreadful, but still, I think, thank God, there's people out there that take these animals in that go to different multiple homes. And you may not even have an idea of what time of year this animal has been, been born in. It could be two years old, could be three years old, you're told 18 Various things, even with the pet passports, an animal, it may seem to say 18 months, but actually it may be older or younger. It's, it really is a rough idea. But I think where this where this is good, you can still work with and use the, the zodiac. But I would, for a rescue animal, I would more here at the Chinese um astrology because it's it'll be easier to pin down a year 
with um, an animal, you've got no real general concept of what year it was born in. You might have a rough idea, but it could just be a very rough, loose idea. It could be give or take one year, give or take six months, give or take nine months. So I feel in this aspect, um, this is those circumstances, it's really still possible. And as I say, because the Chinese horoscope works in a 12-year cycle using animals, instead of the zodiac sign that I'm talking about, which is in 12-month cycles, I would suggest you look at um, more at the traits of animals in the Chinese astrology to give you a good concept that way of, of um, maybe which star sign your animal would come under through Chinese astrology. So I mean, there's so much, this is just uh, so much there to, to dig into and really um, delve into your animal and how your animal interacts with you. Um, and also on a karmic level, is the relationship here karmic? Because it could all come up in astrology. Now, I'd like to um, thank you for listening today. And I hope you've got your interest really in astrology with your animals. Because it's not something I started out to really um, initially to, to, to do and explore more into. But it was just really... The interest that I got by watching my own animals and how their own personality traits um, came together within the family dynamics. And some of my animals, not, not because they, they, they don't argue or fight, but some animals get on better with others. They're just drawn more to each other. I've also noticed that. So we've got the animals there that because of their, their like my, my Billy, who is um, the Piscean, and my Amy, who is the Libran, they are very close. And I feel it's because... From a star point of view, they're very compatible. So whereas my um, Aquarius China, she does clash a little bit with my Aries <laughs> because Aries is go, 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 and China wants to be in control. So it's, it's funny how you see those dynamics taking place. But again, thank you so much for listening for the, over the last uh, 26 weeks. Um, if you're interested further in animal astrology and the zodiac i have just literally um finished completing an ebook on animal zodiac signs with more the compatibility um health issues there what they like what they don't like um so if you're interested that'll be on my website in the near future and as we start season two i'm going to come back in september with season two similar format with the holistic jam going through various complementary um practices and I will invite people in to share their knowledge and their gifts with you as we go forward into the autumn months. Again, thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to leave a review, that would be great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Jam podcast. If you have enjoyed listening, please do let me know by leaving a review and do not forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You are welcome to join my animal communication group, Animal Communication with Anita Denise on Facebook. I would love you to follow me on social media at Anita Denise. If you would like to know more about working with me, head over to www.anitadenise.com. Until the next episode, thank you.